BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the Jeff Press Podcast. My name is Justin Freed. I will be joined soon enough by Mike Luciano whenever he finishes doing what he's doing. But holy shit, man. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I need to compose myself. I need to contain my excitement. I don't know what the hell it is we just saw. Please drop all your chats in the, in the, in the chat. I will try and read as many of them, of them as I can. I can hardly contain myself. I got to catch my breath. But first of all, absolutely, check us out on YouTube, TikTok, like, subscribe. You guys know what to do. Mike usually does all this stuff, so I'm I'm a little lost with it. But, oh, my God, was that one of the most insane Jets games that I've ever seen? And I just got to say this before we start, right? I don't care about the future right now. We can discuss the Aaron Rodgers stuff in a little bit. We'll get to that. We'll get to what the future holds. But I don't care about the future at this very moment because the present right now is so amazing. I'm so happy for Xavier Gibson and everything that just happened in that game there's a lot to break down. There's a lot to discuss. I am I am beyond words at this moment. Shout out Josh Allen. Somebody said in the chat, Josh Allen gets the game ball. Absolutely. You are not wrong. Josh Allen should get the game ball. You are definitely correct. Uh, just an unbelievable, unbelievable game here. Jordan White had three interceptions. I, again, I don't know what you can say about what this means for the Jets season. I don't know what you're going to, you know, it, there's a lot to discuss about what this means going forward for the Jets at the quarterback position. But the fact that the Jets were able to compete in this game with one of the NFL's best teams, with one of the NFL's best rosters. I mean, I know Josh Allen struggled in this game, but one of the NFL's best quarterbacks. It shows that this roster, this Jets roster, is one of the absolute best in the NFL today. Uh, and I think we should we saw that tonight. Whether it was the defense playing lights out, Jordan White had having an incredible game. And this Sauce Gardner had one of the worst games of his NFL career, and he was still like the Jets' defense was still killing it. Mike is joining us; he's finally here. Mike, what are your thoughts? Immediate, instant thoughts right now on what the hell it is that we just saw? All right, let me say something really quick. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> now, now that that oh happened, God, dude. Now that that I'm happened, really have you seen the tweet officially from Schefter? Uh, yeah, the, the Jets. The Jets fear that it is a torn Achilles. It is unfortunately what we what we suspect. Um, and again, we could talk about the ramifications later. I, I, I honestly, I want to talk about the game before we get into the ramifications, and then we can discuss what the Jets can possibly do at the quarterback position because this sucks. Obviously, it sucks. But holy shit, that game, dude. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. So shit. let's go. Let's go positives before I bite my computer in half. Please. Okay. Let's talk, let's talk about Brees Hall. Let's talk about how Mekhi Becton looked. Let's talk about Jordan Whitehead. Freaking Jordan Whitehead. Let's, be- Whitehead. let's talk about Jordan Whitehead, who Please. took tons of crap from us two on these podcasts over and over That's and over brutal. again about how he was not good last year. What do you freaking know? He comes out three interceptions Insane. against Josh Allen, who I, I think – I don't want to say the Jets own him, but I mean, that's like three games oh, in a row now. I'll say it. I'll say it. The Jets defense owns Josh Allen. I will 100% say that. The Jets defense is tough for any team, but specifically Josh Allen really struggles against this Jets defense. So I don't care if it's Jordan Whitehead, DJ Reed, Sauce Gardner, the pass rush, whoever it is, this Jets defense owns Josh Allen. I will say that. It's That was encouraging. And look, I know that Dalvin Cook didn't look amazing. It's one game. Older guy just got here. Oh, good defense. But how good did Brees Hall? I want to go. Brees Hall, holy crap. Even if you want to take away, let's take away the big 
yard run, which should have been a touchdown of Garrett Wilson blocked downfield, but that's for another day. Let's just look at that. Even if you take that out of it, strong runs between the tackles, breaking tackles, sustaining hits, a lot to like from Brees Hall, especially because they certainly were not getting a lot done through the air at that point. That was that was hard to watch at points, just the Zach Wilson against still a good Bills defense. I mean, again, I, I know that we're on positive time right now. It got me concerned to the point where I'm like, oh, you can't fix this guy. Because it was the same the same okay. shit that we've always seen from Zach Wilson. Brees Hall, Brees Hall, 10 carries, 127 yards. Just unbelievable. Like, oh, he also had a 20-yard catch in there. I know that they were trying to work his, him back into the offense. They weren't going to give him a full workload early on. But my God, dude, like he he's back. He's back. And he's be- honestly, you could argue he's better than ever. Like whoever repaired Brees Hall's ACL, get them on Aaron Rodgers right now. Get them on him stat because Brees looked incredible. He, he looked incredible. I will say, even though Garrett Wilson, because Zach Wilson was inaccurate, didn't get the most, didn't get a ton of catchable targets. I still liked what I saw. I mean, that catch in the end zone, you can't coach that. That's just intuition and ball skills. And it was terrible thought, placement, and he still caught it. <laughs> I thought that Lazard looked okay in limited action. He had a couple big plays. They were the only two receivers who caught a pass. Randall Cobb didn't have a catch. Uh, Miko Harmon didn't have a catch. And Tyler Conklin only had one catch for two yards. So, again, when Wilson – comes in and Rodgers comes out, they have to really, you know, put the training wheels back on and do the fresher price kitty version of the offense. But you know what? It, it was working. And if this team's got to be Mari Schottenheimer ground and pound, like if that wins and then that's what you got to do. Look, then- I, I, okay. Cause there's going to be time for doom and gloom in a little bit. I'll yes. be the optimist here and say, and I, I know I shit on this take all off season. But the Jets were five and two with Zach Wilson early in the year, and you know no, why? They no, were? don't do this. No, 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 you know why they were because they had Brees motherfucking Hall and they had Elijah Vera Tucker, and guess who's healthy? And they also got Makai Becton now, and whatever's. Why left. did they ever run to the left side? I don't know because every time they ran to the right side, whenever they ran behind Vera Tucker and Becton, and also shout out CJ Uzama who had a very good game blocking too. They were effective. And same with Nick Bodden. I thought he had a couple of nice blocks. I thought Becton looked excellent in his first game. He played the entire game, which that's obviously that's huge. And they went into overtime at that. Uh, although I guess he didn't take a snap in overtime. But even still, like I thought the offensive line, for the most part, held up in pass protection. And they were excellent, specifically the right side in the running game. Made Brees Hall's life really easy. Uh, and I also want to get to this chat here because I want to talk about this defense for a second. Because we talked about five sacks of Josh Allen. Five sacks, three interceptions, a forced fumble. I know we already knew that this Jets defense was amazing, but are they the best defense in the NFL? It's We're going to have to have that conversation pretty soon. I don't want to be like the oh, ESPN, like immediately having the hot takes after week one. But Especially you, after the Cowboys just punched Daniel Jones' face out there. Right. Butt. And that's this chat here from home team on YouTube. By the way, we are seeing all of your chats. Thank you so much. We, we are trying to read as many of them as we can. Uh, do you think the Jets defense is better than the Cowboys and or the Niners defense? I think you got to put them in that conversation after what we just saw. I mean, this Bills offense is very good. And I, I have some things to nitpick. nitpick. You know, I, I didn't love the defensive game plan there on uh, – whoops, got to get the right, right right graphic up. I'm all over the place, dude. Uh, but I didn't How love, did you not be? <laughs> I didn't love the dip, defensive game plan there on the last drive in the fourth quarter. Uh, I thought that they their, their game plan of, hey, let's kind of like pin our ears back and just try and get after the quarterback – Put our corners in man coverage. I know they trust their cornerbacks, but it's really difficult to ask anyone in the NFL to cover uh, Stephon Diggs one-on-one in man coverage. And that was killing them on that last drive. Still, they clearly have all the talent in the world. And again, you said it before, we shit on Jordan Whitehead a lot. Shout out to Jordan Whitehead because the Jets were really confident that he would be a lot better this year. And the dude goes out and gets three picks in week one, most interceptions in a game by any player in Jets history, tied for the most. Uh, the last person to get three interceptions in a game for the Jets was Ty Law in 2006. So, again, I, I I don't know what the future holds, but all I do know right now is that the Jets have one of the best damn rosters in the NFL. The defense, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, the O-line cooked. I, I, I'm, I'm excited about that stuff. And can I say this? What a damn fine job of coaching by Robert Sala. You just had your heart ripped out of you. Like, which Indian? Was it Temple of Doom? Where they ripped the guy's heart out? Sure. I don't know. I think it was <laughs> that happened to you in front of everybody. They just emasculated you in front of everybody. All hope was gone. That stadium was dead silent. 
Yeah. When Rogers got her, you could hear a pin drop. You could hear a mouse fart on cotton when that thing happened. It was just, it, it was like a funeral. Felt like I sh- they should have been playing taps or something like that. I wanted and then Robert it. Sala with Zach Wilson, who you saw Robert Sala's face. He was scared shitless. He was, he, yeah, he, was dead. he was straight face. Just dead, he was, dead, he dead. was petrified. He's like, you gotta be, you gotta be kidding me. He said, you know what? We are going to knuckle up. We are going to play the best defense you've ever played in your entire life. Zach Wilson, look, I know Zach Wilson was terrible for most of it, but it was like that Steelers game where it's like, look, in the fourth quarter, just make the throws and let things happen. He did it. They, they did what they asked him to do. He, they, they got Zach Wilson to do that. I mean, Robert Sala, like, I'm, I know that it's all about just wins right now when you're when you're a coach, but I mean, that was as good a single game coaching under adversity performance as you're ever going to see in this league. Completely. Now, if, if I had to give three game balls, okay, go if for I had to do three, like obviously I think Salah, Salah's going to get one. And I am going to go with Vera Tucker because I don't want to give it to Brees Hall. I feel like you would give it to Brees Hall. Sure. I, Vera Tucker, man, all, all pro potential was talked about earlier in the year. I mean, confirmed. That, I mean that was that was a dominant performance by Elijah Vera Tucker. Why did they ever run the Dwayne Brown? Dude, him and I, Beck, every time they, side, they were just plowing people over. Every time they either ran to the left or put Dalvin Cook in the game, I got mad. Like I'm not, I know that they were working Brees back, but the difference between Brees and Dalvin is 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 night, night and day. It's not even close. One of them has a legitimately is one of the top five running backs in football, in my opinion, right now. And if he gets a larger body of work like this season, you're going to be talking about him. I think in that top tier of like, Oh, he's, he's Christian McCaffrey level. Like, I think he has that potential by the end of the year to be in that discussion. Uh, and yes. I, and Dalvin cook, look, man, I know I'm, we can talk more about the negatives later, but I, um, you know, I'm not a Dalvin fan, you know, I'm not a Dalvin fan. And the other thing too, though, is if I'm looking at the game ball on the defensive side, cause like I'm not very pleased with how the corners, but I know Stefan Diggs is really good. I felt like Sau- Sauce did okay. I mean, he I think he had like five or ish catches yeah. on him. I mean, it was a rough game. Rough game for Sauce. Wasn't his bet. I mean, it wasn't like it was horrible. But you know, you can't let a guy have two catches for ten yards every single game, especially mm-hmm. Diggs, who's very good. He was on DJ Reed a lot too. He beat DJ Reed a couple times. It wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't Reed's best game. I thought Reed was worse than Sauce in this game. Uh, but if I'm looking at the defense, what a coming out party for Jermaine Johnson after all of the. After all of the preseason hype, after all of the how good is this guy going to be, Carl Lawson's not playing. Here comes Jermaine Johnson, who got Josh Allen last year, gets him again, couple tackles for loss, looks as good as an edge-setting run defender as we thought he'd be. Shout out Jermaine Johnson, man. Because, again, again, I want to be I want to be basic and give it to Whitehead, so I'm going to give it to, to those three guys. And bonus one, my man Xavier Gibson. A guy who yes, I did not even think absolutely. was going to make the team, not not because he was bad. I just thought I don't know. Then Corey Davis retires. They keep extra wide receivers. They said forget Miko Hardman. I even, did Miko Hardman even get a snap? I didn't even see him. I yeah. don't know. Honestly, I don't know. My half the game, I had my head buried in my computer because I was so worried. I was so I was I, yeah. Gonna- I missed some of it because I was out on a <laughs> ledge in my apartment complex and I was being shouted down. Oh you have so God. much to live for. That's what I had to deal with for the – I must have missed a maybe Miko Harbin got a target on a slant route or something like that. I don't think so, he got targeted. I don't. I definitely don't think he was targeted. He might have gotten some snaps. but. And then he comes in, and, I mean, that is just – that is pure instincts. That is pure talent, what yep. Xavier Gibson did. That's just – it's hard to coach. And you know what? How about the brass ones? How about the cojones on this guy as a rookie in your first game? You How many – you get 10 rookies back there. What eight of them fair catching it? Eight of them yeah, fair I mean, catching it, and they're staring that thing yeah. down so they don't fumble it, and they end up as the, the worst person in the world. He yep. says, "I'm running with it," and he scores a touchdown in his first game. His I first know. game. McDonald's for crying in out loud! Time. I, I can't wait to watch that playback and see all the the under the radar guys who made blocks. I know Chaz Surratt had that potentially illegal block. We're not going to discuss that at the end. What, so what I, illegal block? I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, I don't know. I saw a good block. It was good. It was great. I was uh, in a bathroom. I ain't seen nothing. Look, I mean, like, even if we're being, if we're being honest, even if they call that, like the jets are still what, like the 20 yard line. Like it's it, obviously it's not over, but they're in good shape. Uh, but yeah, I, I love the idea of game balls. I, I don't know who, who I'm going to, I don't know who I'm going to get my to great call here in chat to solid with the, the balls to go for it. There. Yes, fourth because, down. 
they could have kicked the ball. Like they absolutely could have kicked that. I know it was like a couple of inches. They could have still kicked that and said, hey, we're going to trust our defense to make the play here. But no, they're like, okay, we are going to you know, uh, try and basically take as much time off the clock as possible here. And they did do that, and they got it. Obviously, the Bills ended up scoring a field goal, but they didn't get more. And now we're here. They went to overtime, and the Jets won the game. So definitely shout out to Robert Sala. I agree with you. I think it was an excellent coaching job all around by the Jets. I think Jeff Ober called mostly a really good game. Hackett did the best with what he was given, honestly. Obviously, when you're when you're dealing with Zach Wilson, a quarterback, he is a backup quarterback. It's really tough. And obviously, that wasn't their plan. That was not their expectation. This offense was not meant to be run by Zach Wilson in week one, but here they were. Uh, really quick, really quick. Someone sure. in AG in chat, Jets got lucky. I don't give a shit. I, I got lucky? Got. Hold on. No, no, hold on. Got lucky on the day that Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles? Oh, lucky. yeah. Potentially <laughs> got lucky on the day that Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles on the first drive of his game with of his, his career with the Jets. Four plays in. Four plays. He didn't even complete a pass. Got lucky, my ass. Get the hell out of here, bro. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry for head you, you know, Justin, those Jets, there's just too many lucky breaks for the Jets lately, you know? Yeah, they're just too lucky, dude. The I'm Jets just waiting for somebody to knock the Jets off their pedestal, man. They've been too high and mighty for too long. If there's one thing we could say about the Jets as a franchise, they've just been too lucky over the years. That's clearly what it is. They've just been too fucking lucky. Yeah, man. I mean, look, I know it's been sunshine and rainbows, and now we're in the middle of this really tough, this really tough stretch right now because the Jets have been the most blessed franchise with tons of Super Bowls. Got lucky. Get get. Oh, I know, man. And as DJ CJ pointed out too, and the doink in, there were so many unreal like moments in this game that I'm forgetting half of them. Thinking it, like trying to think of them right here, from the Garrett Wilson catch to Brees being ridiculous to the the doink in at the end. The doink and that, that yeah, awful I, I last saw, drive when they yeah. kick the field goal and I, no I Garrett it. Wilson touches, no Brees Hall touches. Yeah, that that bothered me a lot. Specifically, the no Brees Hall touches that really bothered me because the dude was your entire offense, and you were like, "All right, let's just run it with Dalvin Cook and then give it to Michael Carter on third down instead of letting Brees try and break anything." Uh, that definitely bothered me too. But hey, man, the Jets won. The Jets are in first place. Here's a stat for you. Ready? The Jets are in first place in the AFC East. I believe this is correct. For the first time, I think since 2010 is the last time the Jets held a division lead. In the AFC. Somebody correct me in chat if I'm wrong on that. I'm pretty sure that that's correct, uh, which is – that's it's insane. And, again, I don't know what the future holds. You want to hear a crazier uh, stat? Sure. What's four, up? And, and four of the Jets' last five primetime games are starting quarterbacks who are either hurt or benched. The only – remember that Flacco one where they almost beat the Patriots in the Gays here? That was the only one. Yeah. Wow. That was the only one. That it's very Jets. And every time they're on prime, and guess what? We got four more of these, baby. We got four more primetime games coming. Oh my god, we it's, got four more. Oh look, my god! Look, fans. If I know some NFL fans may not have watched the Jets a lot last last few years, and they really don't know kind of what Zach Wilson is, you're gonna find out whether you like it or not. We'll see. We'll what see. Zach Wilson I, is. I appreciate the condolences here from Zach Best in chat. Look, it's such a confusing. Like I'm so confused about how to feel right now obviously the rest of the season like this is a this is a, a massive blow but what we just saw was one of the most insane jets wins i've ever seen so it's like it's 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 confusion like i'm just confused i'm ecstatic i lost my mind when they won the game even though i was you know grieving for most of the game it's <laughs> so like just it's like if you're at your wedding and your uncle got shot <laughs> it's like what? Please tell me you just thought of that off the top of your head, and that's not something you've seen before. That is off the dome, baby. That's great. Oh, I'm glad it, that isn't something that is like a personal experience for you, because that'd be terrible. No, that is not a personal experience. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right, I think I think it's time we do have to address yeah. the elephant. Really quick the- before that, I don't know if you saw the tweet, but uh, Connor uh, Solid did say Zach Wilson is the starter for the rest of the season. From Connor, he said Hughes. the rest of the season. That's what he said. I did not see that. Ooh, boy. When did he say that? Where did he, I want to see him say that. Connor Hughes about 15 minutes ago. Wow. Uh, I mean, look, that's until further notice. That's how I'm going to – I'm going to say that's until further notice because if Zach Wilson comes out and he stinks it up, they're not going to – like, they will not stick with him if he's awful. That being said, he is QB1 going forward, obviously. What are the options? What can the Jets do at quarterback? Because, man, it's tough. It's rough out here. And it, I know we pretty much confirmed it's a torn Achilles for Rodgers. I mean, without pretty saying it officially. Usually with the torn Achilles, you can tell. And they're just going to confirm it tomorrow with the MRI. But 
that is the fear. And look, we I, we could sit here and be like, oh, it's shades of Vinny Testaverde. It's classic Jets. It's same old Jets. Whatever, man. I I after like I was ready to go that route, and then we just saw that happen, like the the insane ending to that game. So I'm just going to sit here and look at it from an optimistic point of view, and I'm going to look at it and say, what the hell can the Jets do? Is there any way this season is salvageable? Realistically, I don't think the Jets are winning the Super Bowl this year. I mean, you never know. Maybe Zach Wilson comes out and just balls out now that he has a week as we as QB one. Maybe I'll marry Scarlett Johansson. Like maybe that'll maybe. happen too. <laughs> maybe, Mike. If you dream, it could happen. But what can the Jets possibly do? They have Zach Wilson. Tim Boyle's on the practice squad. I imagine he's probably going to get first crack at being the backup. There are options out there. None of them are good. Carson Wentz, Joe Flacco, Nick Foles. Wentz is clearly the best of – I mean, Carson Wentz right now is better than Zach Wilson by a lot. Yeah, I guess. But also, like, I, I don't want to – You just don't want to have him learn the entire offense and learn everybody. I, and also him is, and Hackett would fight each other to the death offensively. I will say it is – I don't want to say funny, but it is just an incredible coincidence that Joe Flacco about four days ago came out uh, and basically said, hey, I'm not retired. I'm just waiting for the right opportunity for maybe a quarterback to get hurt. And then a few days later, the same team he spent the last three years on, their quarterback gets hurt. So I wouldn't be shocked if they brought that. Your grandmother's faster than Flacco. What? Your grandmother's faster than Flacco. You're right. She's she's dead. You're right. All right. Let's uh, deconstruct this comment from General Shadow uh, in chat. Okay. Uh, Foles is available. Will Greer is available. Maybe you get Phillip Rivers out of retirement. Matt Ryan is a free agent. Okay. Nick Foles. Him with the Colts last year was as impossible to watch quarterback play. I mean, it looked like a guy who was 55. It was it, – it, it made me sad. It was like – Foles oh. and Wentz obviously make sense because of the, the, the Joe Douglas connection. They both spent time with Douglas in Philly, so there's the connection there. Foles is like when you see a great band from the 80s and then they're doing like county fairs. Are you ready to rock Davenport, Iowa? That's Mike's what Nick Foles was. Fire with the analogies today. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Ryan got benched for that Nick Foles and is currently an analyst. Philip Rivers is a high school coach and he's got 12 kids. I mean, guess maybe he even needs more like alimony payments or something like that. Then maybe he'll sign with the Jets for a quick check. But I mean, these are that's probably the three least, the four least mobile quarterbacks that are uh, still on the outskirts of playing right now are probably Rivers, Ryan, Foles. I'll and, throw a uh, name out there that, that Jets fans aren't going to like, but Blake Bortles would be pretty funny. And I'm going to say Blake Bortles because he had the most success of his career under Nathaniel Hackett in Jacksonville. Yeah. Right. Imran had a good idea where he said trade for Minshew. I would love that. The Colts wouldn't yeah. do that because they have a rookie in Anthony Richardson and familiarity you know, with Chase Action. You know who could be available in a trade, though? I Look, the fact that Salah said that Zach Wilson is QB1 for the rest of the season makes me think they're not going to trade for somebody. But if they were going to explore a trade, I'd call the Saints about Jameis Winston. That's who. That's who I would call about. Ooh, I would. I, I would James, like. I would like I think, that a lot. Right. I don't think he's untouchable by any means. They have Taysom Hill still there. I don't know if they have anyone on the practice squad. But they have Jay Kaner, but he's suspended. So. Right. So when Jay Kaner comes back, you have him. You have Taysom Hill. Maybe they would consider moving on from Winston. And obviously, Winston has his flaws as a quarterback. No one's sitting here and saying that Jameis Winston is going to take the Jets to a Super Bowl. But I do think he's a better quarterback than Zach Wilson. And I also think at this stage, he is. Uh, probably a higher ceiling, at least from what you can get to him on a day, on a week to week basis, than what Zach Wilson could provide. But it doesn't that, seem like that. Best in chat too brings up a collapse for Caleb for Caleb Williams. That defense is too good to collapse. Good. For Caleb. This roster is too good. That's what sucks so much about this because what we saw. I said this right before you came on the show. That what we saw tonight was evidence that the Jets have one of the best rosters in the NFL. It's, the, it's not just the defense, which is elite. It's one of the best defenses in football. But they have the talent on offense. Garrett Wilson is unbelievable. He's one of the best wide receivers. He's already one of the best wide receivers in football, in my opinion. And you could say the same thing about Brees Hall as it pertains to running backs. The offensive line, which a lot of people were concerned about going into the, the, the season, absolutely more than held their own. And they opened a lot of holes in the running game. With Elijah Barrett Tucker back and with Mekhi Becton healthy, you have, I think, a, a very competent offensive line that I realistically could be top 15 in the NFL. So you have the skill position, you have the O-line, you have the defense, you have the specialists, you just don't have the quarterback. They were getting beat up early and then they kind of then they kind of locked in. Yeah, I don't, I'm not right saying right. the Jets O-line is is, yeah. you know, top 3 in a, in, a, in the NFL, but I don't think it was an Achilles heel tonight. Oh, yeah. that's a Pablo really Santana in chat also stole my really grand idea. Yeah. If this is a long-term thing. 
You go call the Cardinals. You go, how attached are you to Kyler Murray? I was talking to a friend about that as well, because uh, who knows if he's even going to play this season when he's coming back. That would be a situation of like they have. That would be the dream scenario. Because Rodgers may may ever play again. We may have saw the last play of Aaron Rodgers' career, for being honest. Realistically, you're you're not wrong. He'll be 41 next year and he tore his Achilles and he barely came back this year. Yeah, torn Achilles at 39 when he was already contemplating retirement is it's it's tough. Like it's tough to come back from that. I know he was already you know re- reinvigorated. I know Josh Kerr in chat saying what the fuck, Justin, bad joke. I didn't mean it. I said it was the the offensive line wasn't an Achilles heel. I didn't mean it. I said it. As oh, soon as, I didn't even realize as, that. You I missed that. Oh, as, no. as, soon, as soon as I said that, I didn't re- I didn't mean oh. that. I swear. I'm so sorry. Between uh, this and calling Joe Douglas fat in the last show. And, oh, oh no, well, that's out of context. That's out of context. <laughs> oh, my God. I I didn't mean it. I swear I didn't mean it. But, I, yeah, it's obviously the Jets quarterback options aren't good. If the plan really is Zach Wilson, look, this is how I think it's going to go. The Jets' plan right now is Zach Wilson. That's their QB. They say we're moving forward with him. But if Zach Wilson is costing this team wins every single week, and it's, it's basically what we saw today, it's a struggle to win with him because – Let's be honest. That's what it's going to be. The Jets proved last year, and they proved tonight, that they can win in spite of him. But, but they guess shouldn't. who he plays week three? It's his old boogeyman nemesis. Yeah, he's got Cowboys coming up. He's got Patriots. Then he's got Chiefs. Then he's got Broncos. Then he's got Eagles. That's it. That's ridiculous. Like, I, I honestly, I feel, really that, I, I, uh, <laughs> I feel really bad for the guy because that's a brutal, brutal stretch. But look, if he's struggling big time and they are really like trying to basically claw their way to wins in spite of him – the Jets are going to have to make a move at the deadline or, or make a move at some point. And if they're calling about someone like Kyler Murray, I would I would love that. I don't know if Arizona is going to move on from him. Who knows how? Like it, obviously, it's going to depend on what their record is at that point and how much they're in on the, the tank for Caleb Williams. But Well, his contract's got a ton of injury guarantees that that there was – I remember reading about how they might not play him the entire year because if he gets hurt and those injury guarantees trigger, he's owed like a bajillion dollars, which if they get Caleb Williams is going to be right. a real problem. So, I, again, I don't know if how those things would carry over if he's traded and things get altered. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that might be – again, like again, I, I know it's tough to suck the wind out of the sails after this win, but there's a legitimate chance, honestly, in my mind, more likely than not, we just saw the last of Aaron Rodgers in the NFL, that that's how his career is going to end. You're, if it's really a, if it's not an Achilles strain, if it's a torn Achilles, right? Yeah, that yeah, might be I, it. I want to bring up LG Goat in uh, or what did I read? Did I read that wrong? L, L Goat two five zero four in chat says at least we keep our first round pick. That is true. If it is a torn Achilles, the Jets will retain their first round pick. It'll only be a second round pick they send to the Packers. I know Jets fans are distraught about this, but Packers fans are probably <laughs> pretty upset as well because uh, everything all summer have been 65%. Just get the 65%. Plato, 65% of snaps. You got like 0.04% or whatever. Four snaps. Four snaps. Four snaps. If, if he came out and threw a touchdown and then this thing happened, I'm like, all right, at least the Aaron Rodgers, like he had he his own. Completion. I'm, I'm, I'm a Nets fan too. I had to watch Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, all those things play like 12 games together in four years. It's that thing of like, or yeah. it's one thing if you're, cause I'm also a Yankees fan. Imagine all the wasted potential I've seen in the last few years. Like, uh, well, all right. You're I mean, look, let's not woe is me to the Yankees fan here. Relax, relax with that. Did you sign Carlos Rodon who gave up like 12 homers all last he year? And he's given up four world series, bro. You're fine. You're that fine. That was all in the fifties. Who cares? You've anyway. still seen one. You've still seen one. Actually, no, because I still resent that was a school night in 2009. And oh, I didn't get to all watch right. it. All right, all right. <laughs> but but <laughs> anyway, getting back to the getting back to the Jets, like that's what makes it frustrating. It'd be one thing, honestly, if he played the whole year and was terrible. It's like you know what? At least they tried. It's like we didn't even get any resolution. Like we like there's no he was good, he was bad. There's none of that. It's just seven months of hype just gone. Thanos snap gone. Cam Brichard and Chad said how we feel about Brissett. I like Jacoby Brissett, but I don't know if Washington is going to trade him. Like, he's their primary backup. They have Sam Howell. They probably want a veteran presence behind him. That's the issue. Quarterback is the hardest position to upgrade midseason because teams just don't want to trade away their quarterbacks. Like, they just don't want to do it. Hell, call about Trey Lance. Offer the Cowboys a fourth. See if they just trade him away for the same thing they just got. I don't know. Uh, but yes, with, <laughs> with, with with keep in mind this is after trade picks for Aaron Rodgers. Now we got to trade more for another quarterback. And 
It's Zach Best in chat saying at least we got hard knocks. Yeah, we had a what a great offseason, man. What a, what a great what a summer. Great off it was all those I, months and months and months of podcasts and how is this guy's gonna work with Aaron Rodgers and Yep. Dude, you know who's probably you know who's probably pissed right now is Dalvin Cook. Oh my god. <laughs> Alan Lazard is on a four-year contract for Randall, because of this. Randall Cobb is, is here because of that. I mean, look, what look. Lazard, I'm more pissed at because of the years. He's like, oh, this because he thought yeah. this was gonna be a multi-year thing. Yeah, yeah, he did. I mean, there's still now you get now you get all the crappy parts like the the Nathaniel Hackett and all that, and none of the good stuff. I didn't think Hackett did that bad of a job today. There was some. Oh, God, I just realized too now. It's going to be Zach Wilson in a Nathaniel Hackett offense. It will be. I, I I honestly don't think he did that bad of a job. I like Nathaniel Hackett tonight. There was. I mean, it was an, it was an impossible task. It was. It was an impossible situation. I just want them to let Brees cook more. That's that's pretty much it. But yeah, yeah the the options are obviously limited. They will sign someone. Who it is? That's nobody knows. Like I have no idea who they're going to sign. Tim Boyle is likely your backup for now, unless they want to go out and add somebody that's more experienced. My guess, if I had to guess right now at exactly 12 a.m. on technically Tuesday, if the Jets were to sign someone, I'm going to guess that it's Joe Flacco. That's my guess. Do you, do you think I'm wrong? I mean, you're not wrong. It doesn't mean it's not. <laughs> it's, it's just it makes the most sense. little little story time. Go for uh, it. When we were in college, we had a quote board, like a dry erase board, up sure. on our dorm room wall. And we would put all the funny quotes that we said there all over the years there. And then for a while, we had to stop doing it. And I feel like I was partially to blame for some of that because I got accused often of saying things, especially when watching Jets games that were so nuts. That it was like trying to get there on purpose when the whole point that, is. That checks out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be authentic. This is not fake. I am so enraged right now. Oh, God. I just can't form words to <laughs> articulate what is happening. Like the, the things I would have said. Uh, it's it's rough, man. <laughs> it's rough. It's okay. Hey, we're here for you. We're here to grieve together. This is a, this is what it is. Look, we're Jets fans. We've been through, I don't want to say this exact thing, although obviously anybody that lived through Vinny. Taryn is Achilles has, has lived through a very similar situation, uh, but we're with you, man. We we are as yeah as as, uh, as General Shadow here in chat is saying we're kind of basically back to where we started, and that is the unfortunate reality because what we saw that last was the year, one big addition they made was him. what we saw last year was a Jets team. Or sp- well, I'll say early in the year when they had Brees and when they had Vera Tucker, it was a Jets team that was winning games, struggling to win games, but winning some games in spite of. Bad quarterback play in spite of Zach Wilson. They proved tonight they can do that. They proved last year they can do that. But it's really, like, as it was for the entire game tonight, it's really frustrating to watch a game knowing that you have a significant disadvantage at the quarterback position and that the rest of your team needs to play lights out to have a chance. That's a Josh real Allen was playing experience. horrendous. Yes. And it was perfectly clear he was much better than Zach Wilson. I will, I mean, look, I'll throw this out there. Zach Wilson outplayed Josh Allen today because at least he didn't turn it over four times. That's I'll say that. Obviously, Josh I, Allen is still an excellent quarterback. But, I was I was texting with some friends you know, and I said that Josh Allen plays like he constantly has the Freebird solo playing in his head. Yeah. Like that long fair. guitar lick with a bunch of friends. That's what he played. It's just so That's reckless. It's so it out of control that, like, I think now, uh, last year with the Bengals and now, I think is the tipping point of like, all right, it's like, like that. It's kind of like Brett Favre Cavalieri stuff, except like, I don't know how, like, Brett Favre, I guess he won more than Josh Allen. He had the Super Bowl and the MVP. So you just sure. put up with it more from Brett Favre. And Brett Favre also did it in an era where there were just more turnovers. So they were just more willing to, Put up with that, like nowadays. I mean, it would it be if I said Allen's going to lead the league in picks? Would that surprise anybody? No, not at all. So. I also don't think I think leading the league in interceptions is is this is going to be a weird take, but is overrated. Dak led the league in picks last year, and he's still in my mind probably a top ten quarterback, uh, probably right at that like nine or ten or eleven spot. So if Josh Allen leads the league yeah, in picks, if you play if, in games like this. Yeah, well, I also again, I also he think fumbles because he runs with the ball all the time. The Jets defense also just has his number, man. Like he they, he plays like this against a lot of defenses, and it works a lot of the time. It does not work against this defense. Jeff Ulbrich, Robert Sala, they have his number, and they've had it for years now. This isn't anything new. I mean, I know Allen was was rough tonight, but this this is nothing new. And again, we I talked about this earlier. 
He did it with Sauce Gardner, arguably having the worst game of his career. This was arguably, I would say this was the worst game of Sauce Gardner's career. And that's, you know, he's had a lot of amazing games. He really hasn't had before this that bad game. It happens. Great players, it happens to. It's really tough, really, really tough to play cornerback in the NFL, especially when you got a guy like Stephon Diggs playing wide receiver in front of you. So it happened. But the fact that the Jets defense was this good, even without Sauce Gardner or with, with Sauce Gardner playing poorly, that's that's the ceiling of this defense. And again, it sucks. Like I we 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 talked about it before. You have an elite, you have an elite defense, you have really good playmakers, you have a, a competent enough offensive line. You just don't have the quarterback. So if the Jets are going to go anywhere this season, uh, you know, again, all of this is assuming that Aaron Rodgers is out for the season with a torn Achilles. That is the assumption here. Uh, if they're going to go anywhere this season, it's going to be completely in spite of their quarterback play. And that is honestly the worst part about it to me is that every week we're going to have to sit down and watch what we were watching last year. It'll still be fun at times because we'll have no, Grace. <laughs> yes, it will. Because Brees, Brees Hall will break a 60-yard run, and I'll get excited. Well, that'll yeah. be fun, not Zach yes. Wilson. No, I oh, I didn't say that Zach Wilson will be fun. The Zach Wilson experience is 95% bad and 5% what the hell just happened. How did he do that? That was kind of fun. Which is like that that one play where he got stepped on and he still completed it. Those large, that, that, that was the 5%. Where it's like, how did he do that? That doesn't look like an NFL quarterback, but somehow it worked. <laughs> we'll get some of those. But watching the Jets, as long as guys like Brees and Garrett Wilson and Elijah Barrett Tucker and Quinnen Williams and all these talented players, Jermaine Johnson, as long as they're healthy, it's still going to be really fun. Unfortunately, what we thought was a Super Bowl contending roster, which it still is, they just don't have a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. And that really sucks. If if I took footage from, I would say, the buff, like from Buffalo last year, the home game, which was still probably his best game of the year. Yeah. Or or even like even if like the New England game, if you, I just took the helmets off the things and just showed you like the you know the dots or something like that, like the next gen stats dots. Mm-hmm. And I did it with the Bills game this year. And I said, which one is from 2023's third year in the league? You wouldn't be able to tell the difference. No. It was exactly the same. Exactly the same. Like and again, like he he did his job when he needed to. I will give him credit for that. They didn't ask him. I almost wanted them to let it rip because I thought they had no chance of winning this game. I'm like, just at least chuck it and see what happens. Yeah. But then later they, they proved me wrong. But like looking at Zach, it's the throws that he hits. He's the ones that he does. He still hits the ones that he misses are still really bad. And it makes you wonder, like it makes you wonder number one, what they saw on him. Cause I mean, some, I mean, there are times he couldn't drop back. Right. He doesn't drop back in the pocket. Right. This is year three of a number two pick. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is yeah. looking like a machine. This guy can't drop back, and it He's the bad. concerning thing is, like, all right, totally. Because again, Michael Floyd, who by the way looked amazing, by the way, with the Rams. Just FYI, Michael Floyd. Hey man, I thought he never should have been fired. So I'm hey, just me, I, me either. <laughs> we got a lot of shit for that, but oh yeah, just me either. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm I'm watching I'm watching Zach Wilson, and it's like. He's now had two different coaching staffs and a good head coach that I think we all like now in in Sala telling him pretty much the same things for three years. And it's not sticking. It's not like in in the NBA when a guy doesn't develop and it's just like if there's like a big guy who doesn't shoot, it's like, oh, he's probably getting told to shoot. But at a certain point, you know, your game is your game. Everybody has a certain style and a certain individualism. It's like, okay, like if Zach Wilson just, consistently missed, I don't know, 30-yard post routes. It's like, okay, we could figure out a way to make an offense work without him having to consistently try 30-yard post routes to his right or left or something like that. You could work around that. Like, he still can't hit screens. He still can't go to his second read to hit a guy in the flat. And if for three years none of this takes, that to me is what makes him feel like almost a lost cause. Now, again, I'm I'm willing to give him a little – a little bit of leeway because he did not think he was going to play tonight. He didn't think he was going to play all year. Yep. He still had to go play a great defense Monday night. And also we had to go take over a team that was just dejected because they just were completely emasculated in front of everybody. Cause Aaron Rodgers is gone. Like that's a very hard to, I don't care who you are. It could have been the other way around. Aaron Rodgers could have been coming in as the backup. That's still a difficult task to do. And, and, I thought that later, I mean, early on, the end of the first half was ridiculous. That interception was horrendous. But 
something they said to him in the second half. I don't know if it's you be very basic or whatever it was. It kind of worked. And look, we've seen, I don't think that the Jets are going to get to a Super Bowl. I didn't even think that they were with Aaron Rodgers this year. So I certainly don't think they're going to do that now that Zach Wilson is the quarterback. But I mean, there is, there is a blueprint. There is a pathway. It's literally just like, they know this isn't like they're like the last couple of years where they were trying to, trying to make him work, even if it was to their own detriment. Like everybody's admitted. He's not the guy. He pretty much has admitted right now. He's not the guy. Like he knows kind of what the team thinks of him right now. So maybe that'll be freeing in a way. That's, that's where my like, mind was at. Like he's, he's like, look, no, it, this is total. Everything in this year is total house money from now on. Yep. They could go, they could win four games or they could win 10 games. And I feel like the reaction is going to be pretty much the same. Cause we know the defense is going to be good. Even if they lose a bunch of games, I don't think Salah or anybody will really be in in jeopardy because this is an impossible situation, I think, to kind of dig themselves out of. But So maybe that'll be freeing in a way, knowing that and just drilling that in. But again, like you could you could be play free and loose all you want. You know, if you, if you can't hit slants, you know, what, what good does that do you? That, that was my immediate thought when Zach Wilson even legitimately when Zach Wilson came into the game, my obviously the thoughts about like, oh, uh, obviously Aaron Rodgers being hurt. That was one thought. But specifically with Zach Wilson, my thought was there are no expectations. Nobody in that stadium, nobody watching at home expects anything from this dude. Like nobody watching this game is expecting Zach Wilson to do anything here. So the fact that the Jets even won the game in the first place obviously is amazing. Zach Wilson throughout his career, college NFL has always performed best when he has no expectations. That's what he did at BYU. Well, that's everybody, right? When there's no pressure, you do well. Some people thrive under pressure, right? Mm -hmm. Zach Wilson has always thrived when the expectations are as low as possible. That's what he did at BYU. He wasn't even seen as a starting quarterback going into his last year. He, He had to win the starting job in the summer, and then he made himself a Heisman candidate and then the number two overall pick in the draft out of absolutely nowhere. That was when he was at his best, when he was playing at BYU and there were very few expectations. I would say right now, no one expects anything from Zach Wilson. We saw what he was last year. The Jets admitted that he wasn't the guy. They moved on. They traded for his replacement, right? They traded for his supposed replacement, who he is now replacing. Uh, And that that was it. That was supposed to be the end of, of Zach Wilson's story as a starter with the New York Jets. Uh, I know they said they're going to develop him, but that was supposed to be the end. Now he's back, but there's no expectations. Now that could change if the Jets continue to prove that, hey, this is a really good roster and they are so close to winning games and they keep losing in spite of him uh, or because of him, then, yeah, I think there will be some expectations of like, hey, can you just play at least competent football? Like, I think I think you'll start to ask like those those expectations will arise. Uh, But right now, I think the expectations are as low as they could possibly be. So. I don't know what we're going to see from Zach Wilson, but I do know that he has been at his best in situations like this. Uh, and he also has more talent around him than he ever has with the Jets because at last year, obviously earlier in the year, they had more talent, but they were depleted by injuries by the end of the year. That O-line got banged up. They lost Brees Hall. Now they got Garrett Wilson. They got Alan Lazard. They got Brees Hall. They got Dalvin Cook. They got a healthy Mekhi Becton, a healthy Elijah Vera Tucker. You know, that's that's when he was at his best, when he was had no expectations, and now you have good talent. We'll see what he can do. Even the best. I mean, that Bills game. I'm being devil's advocate optimist here. I'm not saying that I expect Zach Wilson to lead the Jets to a Super Bowl. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's it's because I feel so good for Xavier Gibson. Maybe I'm just so happy for him. But I'm still in an okay mood despite what has just happened. It'll probably hit me tonight. I'm I'm not. It'll definitely – it'll hit me tonight when I'm writing up a slideshow about quarterbacks the Jets can sign, and I start to type the words Joe Flacco. And then it'll hit me, and I'll be like, wow, this is the situation the Jets are in. This sucks. But until then, let's go Zach Wilson, man. I'm pulling for you. As much as I said all offseason that he shouldn't have been QB2, that they should have made a a different – you know, because we could talk about that as well, that, you know, the Jets – Obviously, they they could have addressed the backup quarterback situation in a more significant way. That being said, my take on it all along has been because everyone is like, oh, you know, if Rodgers gets hurt at all, the season's over. That's not true. If Rodgers misses a few games, season's not over. If Rodgers misses the entire season, like which he is now, (laughs) which is the fear right now, I don't care who the Jets brought in a backup quarterback. It likely wasn't going to be enough to get them over the hump. So. As much as I do still fault the Jets for not bringing in a better backup quarterback and relying on Zach Wilson and Tim Boyle, I think they would have been screwed regardless. See, I disagree off the strength of this game because 
going into the year, I thought the Jets had a very good defense. I thought, and I thought they had decent skill position players. I mean, I, I'm higher on Lazard than you are. We obviously both like Garrett Wilson. I'm higher on Cook than you are. I know he was kind of very hot and cold today. Obviously, we both like Brees Hall. Like, there's some stuff there. And the offensive line individually has very good players. I think we'll still probably see Joe Tittman at some point this year. I'm excited to see what he ends up doing. And then the defense, I thought, while not elite, I thought that's pretty hard to find fault with a ton of this stuff because, I mean, I think the safeties are going to be better. Obviously, they have the great corners. And that front seven is one of the best in the league. Then I go watch this game. And I think this defense might be one of the three best in the NFL. Might be yep. them, Dallas, and, and San Francisco. I agree. I think right now. So if you look at that, I'm like, look, if you have a top three defense, I don't care if you're running the, the single wing, like it's 1920s, you got a shot to at least do something in, in there. So I'm like, you know what? If, if this team was an average d- defensive team or an above average defensive team, then I'm like, all right, yeah, it pretty much doesn't matter. Who you bring in, like they can still win games, but you're not going to be like a championship contender. If they had, imagine right now if they had a guy just to throw in a, a Gardner Minshew, a Jacoby Brissett. If they had just one uh, of those, Mike, you know, uh, high Mike end, White, a Mike White, Mike White. What, what's the guy in the Vikings who played for the for the Niners? Oh. Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. Like if Mullins. They, it, Nick Mullins is kind of bad. He's, he's kind I, of. I, I like. I may like him more than most. Yeah. I, anyway, yeah. you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Those high end backups who keep getting jobs if you had one of them instead of zach wilson i'm like all right i still don't think they're going to win a championship but maybe they can win the division if you just run the ball and defend enough it's an old formula it's kind of a hokey formula it works it works sometimes i'm like yeah. i get zach wilson on the other hand i i have no comp because we saw this exact thing last year we did maybe that's why it's frustrating is because it's the almost the it's almost the exact same team. That's that's it. It's what like yeah. At least like to bring back up the Nets analogy. It's like all right. At least they completely wiped the whole board and brought on like a whole new team and it's trying to figure something out. This like outside of adding Lazard and and Cook and getting rid of Lamarcus Joyner, pretty much identical. Kind that's of. what that's what I'm afraid of because they're like oh they beat some good teams. I'm like I've seen them beat good teams last year. I've seen them beat the Bills at home last year. And then guess what happens? Yeah, uh, you're not wrong. I, Brian, well, Brian, just if Alan Lazar doesn't demand a trade at this point, Elijah Moore this thing up. Who, oh, by the way, Elijah Moore stunk it for the Browns. I know they won, but he stunk. So good on you, Elijah Moore. Brian, Brian in chat brings up uh, an interesting point here. That what were the Jets thinking bringing in Testa Verde to be the honorary captain for Aaron Rodgers' debut? It it reminds me of the Alex Smith Joe Theismann coincidence. Like it reminds me of that a little bit. That's that is kind of nuts. And I I don't know, man. A football sports are weird. Sports yeah. have a weird way of 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 doing stuff like that. I Al, Al, Alex Smith is still the only quarterback who is harder for me to watch than Zach Wilson aesthetically. When he really? when Alex he came no, only when he came back because I thought he literally was going. Remember his first game against the Rams and he got sacked like a bunch of times. I'm like, this man is literally going to his leg is going to be split in half and he's going to yeah, die. I, I could not watch it, dude. All right, first first of all, we appreciate everybody leaving comments. We're reading every single one of them, and also I know we haven't really said it much. Like and subscribe if you can to our YouTube. We are on TikTok as well. Follow us on Twitter, all that stuff. I mean, I, we're still going. By the way, I want to talk a little bit about another potential name that will get thrown around in a second. Uh, but we really appreciate all of your guys' support. It's been a rough night. It has been an interesting night. Definitely interesting. It's never a dull moment with this Jets team, but we got an awesome community. Like the, the Jets, I, I, I truly believe yes. this. I think the Jets have one of the best fan bases in the NFL and in the sports world. I love this fan base. I love this community. And appreciate everybody who is commenting, who is listening. You guys are awesome. Now, Mike. I want to get your thoughts for a second. Okay. On a name that is going to be thrown around a lot, and I've already seen people talking about it. Now, it's it's a pipe dream. It's not going to happen. But how insane would it be if Tom Brady came out of retirement to play for the New York Jets? I almost wouldn't like that. I, I, I almost refuse. Would like, wouldn't it be hilarious? He gets inducted into the Patriots Hall of Fame. They wave, they wave the waiting period for him to get inducted into the Hall of Fame. He gets inducted and then immediately comes out of retirement to play with the Jets. How insane would that be? 
Is, oh, isn't, hilarious. Doesn't he have, isn't he like a part owner of the Raiders? Like, how is that going to work in that I, I game? Think he could, I think he could still do it. He's fine. Would he, he like that. throw the game to win it for the Raiders? Like, I don't think the Jets don't play the Raiders this year, do they? Yeah, they do. Oh, they, they, do. They, play, they play the AFC West, you're right. Well, ah, there's, <laughs> ah, Calvin Ridley can do it. So can Tom Brady. It's fine. <laughs> He's good. He's all right. <laughs> I, I always remember it was funny too. Remember because there was that deal the Dolphins had where they wanted him to be like an owner and the like and the quarterback. I'm like, how yeah. does that work? Like, what if he throws three interceptions and he's like, you're you're benched? He's like, well, I'm the owner. You're fired. Like, how how would how would that work? I have no idea, man. I I I'm sure there's a way they could do it. Now, obviously, it's yeah. not going to happen. But in theory, like theoretically. He would be the best option, you know. Like you have to say he's the best option. Right. Like, I, he, he, I think even still, he's a top fifteen quarterback, probably a borderline top ten quarterback. I know he wasn't, you know, the best when we last saw him, but he was still Tom Brady. He wasn't at his peak, but no. clearly he's the best of all the options if he was actually available. Right. Let me ask you this though: putting number twelve aside, sure, ruin, sure. My, ruin my childhood. Number twelve. Yeah, we put number eight aside. Formerly number twelve, now number eight aside. If you wanted to make a, because I know that he said, I I like the quote where you said earlier about how Wilson is starter for the rest of the year, like unless something really goes down. Yeah. If I'm going to make a power ranking of guys for, maybe an inverse of guys who are might be harder to get, but I could at least see them potentially making a move for, like within reason. Number one on my list. It's got to be Kyler. I mean, you have to check on Kyler, especially if the Cardinals are pretty – I mean, they're starting Josh Dobbs again. They are making no bones about the fact that they're going to take advantage of one of the best quarterback classes we've ever seen with the tip of the spear being Caleb Williams, who is a Trevor Lawrence, John Elway, Andrew Luck-level prospect. So if they are that open about we're going for that, and then Kyler's not going to – I mean, unlikely – you got to make the call. It costs nothing to take to take the call. Just just make the call. If we're going for uh, Brian says Murray won't be playing until Thanksgiving. I mean, like let's just you give it till the bye week. Give it till the bye week. You'll be in October, early November. Then you can make that move. And then again, because Kyler's locked up long term, that's your long term answer. Then um then I'm looking at Carson Wentz. Who look, I know it's f- for some reason. I almost compare Carson Wentz to Nickelback. Where, even though that's sort of my genre of music, I'm not a huge Nickelback fan, but Nickelback's got some good songs, and I just don't know why they why they particularly became like the band that's fun for everybody to make fun of. Like, I mean, Carson Wentz is not a particularly amazing quarterback, but it's like there's a lot worse out there. It it reminds me of Scott Mitchell, that old Lions quarterback. Like, sure, I I remember everybody puts him on the top of like worst free agents ever, Scott Mitchell, because it was like he was like the pre Brock Osweiler, like you know, big backup quarterback. I'm like, I feel like Carson. There's a lot worse. He's fine. He's fine. Look at the numbers. I feel like Carson Wentz is if Josh Allen was a lot worse. That's that's how I kind of feel about Carson. And again, general shadow right here. You know, Wentz, please God, no. I mean, people are saying sign Nick Foles. I, I man, I don't know. I mean, Wentz is obviously he's better than a couple of the options out there. Like I'd rather see Wentz thirty touchdowns that. and like seven picks, like twenty twenty one, like two years ago. <laughs> I don't know. Was that twenty twenty one? He did that. Yeah, I mean that that was not not that twenty seven touchdowns, seven receptions. Yeah, I, but. I oh, mean, look, obviously the options aren't great out there. How long does it take Zach Wilson to throw 27 touchdowns? Three years? I, I, do, I, would, I do think he would be better than Zach Wilson. I'm looking at some of the rosters around the NFL, too, and I know they say Zach Wilson is QB1 for now. But, again, if shit hits the fan and they got to they gotta make a move at the deadline, they could do it if they're in contention. A couple of other – so I, I brought up Jameis Winston before. I think that is my favorite realistic option that could potentially that, – And then Jameis would be number three. I just yeah, think Jameis – Jameis has had some injury problems too. And yes, I think he'd be a little too – like Carson Wentz has at least shown he could kind of be a little interception. Say Jameis is a little too cavalier for sure. a team that just needs a game manager in my opinion. Well, uh, Wentz is Wentz is gonna make your. I, I wouldn't call Wentz a game manager by any means. That dude is gonna have t- a ton of turnovers. That's kind of what he was doing in Indianapolis. I, I mean, he's still a turnover machine. Wentz, he makes a lot of very, very poor play, uh, very just dangerous plays. Uh, oh yeah, but I mean, like, like again, like there's no Joe so Montana on the market. There's no Joe Montana on the market. He's the best. I would definitely, 
I would definitely prefer Jameis to Carson Wentz. That that way, even if they have to trade something for him, I would 100% prefer Jameis to Carson Wentz. Uh, another potential option who I'm looking at a third string, again, guys who could realistically be traded because people, I know people said like Tyler Huntley in chat or like uh, Blaine Gabbard or Terod Taylor, like those guys aren't getting traded. They're, oh, they're what if it's guys. Darnold? That would be awesome. Darnold would be hilarious. So if they didn't get rid of Lance, I would say maybe, uh, but you know, they got rid of Lance. So I'm not sure that they're, they're looking to move on. I know they have Brandon Allen as their third QB, but another option, Case Keenum, he's third string in Houston. He could be traded. He's Unless also from, or, he's from Houston. I think he probably went there and kind of retired. All right. Then hell take a swing on Davis Mills, man. They already got CJ Stroud. They don't, they don't want Davis Mills anymore. Take a swing on Davis Mills, send him a fifth rounder. Get that's on, now that you say it, that's honestly not crazy. Not awful. Not a terrible idea. Like, I'm just looking at guys who could potentially be available. Um, Davis Mills, now, if you tell him to drop back and throw an eight yard out, we'll do it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Davis Mills. Um, yeah. I mean, there's not great options. I mean, the Colts aren't trading Minshew. I know they still have Sam Ellinger, but they're not trading him. Hey, Josh Johnson's still third string in Baltimore. Bring back Josh Johnson. You could do that. Uh, but obviously, these aren't. These aren't still Josh Johnson was a better Jet than. His his best game as a Jet was better than Zach Wilson's best game as a Jet. I really thought you were going to say he was a better Jet than Aaron Rodgers. And I was going to be like, technically, technically true. yes. Every, all, technically. Almost every Jet ever is a better Jet than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's ins- It's wild to think that Aaron Rodgers has the same amount of completions with the Jets than as Brett Favre did with the Falcons. Chaz Schillens is a better Jet than uh, – Sharon Peak uh, is a better Jet than Aaron Rodgers. This hurts, man. This hurts me. You know, the, the now, now I'm at. Now I'm sad. Now you've made me sad. Look what you've done. I wasn't sad until you just said that, and now it's hitting me. And now I'm sad. I, I mean, what have we got? Because again, you got to think long term. Because again, like this is a roster that wants to win now. Yeah. Like, all right. Let's just say he's. Oh, all right. I'm Aaron Rodgers. Surgery done. I want to come back. He's gonna be forty with a bad leg. That's what what and sucks was- about this is that the Jets' entire roster has been constructed in a a Super Bowl window for Aaron Rodgers, right? I know they have a ton a ton of young talent on the team, but you're hoping to take advantage of their rookie contract. You're hoping to take advantage of Sauce and his rookie deal, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, all these guys. Elijah Vera Tucker is still on a rookie contract. You're hoping to take advantage of that. With obviously you got an expensive quarterback, but you can do that when you have the young talent on rookie deals. Now with Rodgers out, that entire window changes. Like everything shifts. I saw you just had an epiphany. Epiphany, Mike. What was it? What do you got? Drew Locke. Drew Locke. I mean, is he? So where he's? Uh, he's in Seattle. In, in Seattle. Would they trade him? No, he's their only. He's the only other quarterback on the roster. I feel like if Geno really stinks, they would draft a quarterback this year. And I feel like yeah. Locke is. Yeah. I see. Do, do you want Drew Locke though? <laughs> like I want the, Aaron Rodgers. That's who I, I want. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. We all want Aaron Rodgers. Unfortunately, doesn't matter what we want. Jets can't have nice things, man. They just they can't. They can't have nice things. The universe hates the Jets. Aaron Rodgers didn't miss a start for five years. I hate doing this too. Chuck like, Clark didn't miss a snap of football. There's nothing I hate more than the woe is me, same old Jets, Jester curse, like talk. I hate that so much, but it's just, it's hard to not like think that now. Look what you've done. Now you've made me sad, Mike. I'm sad. I was, I was still in a good mood. And then you brought up how Chaz Shillings was a better Jet than Aaron Rodgers. And now I'm sad. Look what you've you done. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> I, and Brian and chat, Carr was the right choice all along. Uh, I've already seen Aaron Carr when I got hurt in three plays. Knowing the Jets. I, honestly, honestly. Like, it doesn't matter who the Jets brought in. It's just – it was a fluke play. And I know people blaming the O-line for it. Like, it was a three-step drop. The ball should have been out. No one was open. He got sacked. That play yeah. happened six times every game. It happens. Like, it, it happens. Dwayne Brown got beat. It happens. Like, what are you going to do? Like, should they have been running? Like, I know Brees, Brees hit the ground running. Maybe should they should have went back to him again. Sure. Possibly. But it just happened. Like, it it just happened. You know, people in chat talking about the the video of the the pop and his Achilles. Yeah, I, I don't know if you've seen you know the video of it, Mike, but you can you can see the calf kind of pop. So it's yeah, it's it's it's, it's as conf- I mean, it's not confirmed, but with an Achilles, you know, like you you, you pretty much know. So it's what it is. It, it's what it is. Aaron Rodgers will be forty next year. He'll be turning forty one in December of next year of twenty twenty four. I don't know what the plan will be. It's impossible to predict what the future holds at this time. It's just a shame that we finally thought we kind of knew what the Jets' plan was at quarterback. We said, all right, we have a two-, three-year plan at the quarterback position. We know what our Super Bowl window is. We know what we're doing. 
and then four plays into the season. Four plays. Four plays season. That with that plan gone right out the window. Four it's plays. Crazy. It's it's crazy, man. Hey, uh, I I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. Once again, I'm gonna choose to at least be happy for tonight. I'm gonna be oh, happy. I won't, I won't be. I'm gonna be happy for Xavier Gibson. I'm gonna be happy for Jordan Whitehead. I'm gonna be happy that the Jets are in first place in the AFC East. That hey, no matter what happens, Mike, Aaron Rodgers is one and zero as a Jets starter. <laughs> no matter That's what happens, percentage in Jets history. That's yeah. true. Aaron Rodgers is undefeated. He is one and zero as a Jets starting quarterback. He has more wins than completions with the Jets, but he's still one and zero as a Jets starting quarterback. So I, I feel bad for that. people who bought. It, it's funny too because you know people obviously bought tons of Rodgers gear. Yeah, in the preseason game, you have so there's the green jerseys, right? Because he wore he wore the white in the preseason game, yep. and then he had the throwback. That green Aaron Rodgers jersey could be a collector's item because that will have never been. It's a like the thing more. is it's a, it's a collector's item, but also like how many people bought it? Like so many people bought it. A, a friend of mine in high school, I remember. Remember when the Sixers got Andrew Bynum and he never played for like three years? I, I honestly don't. I know Andrew Bynum. I didn't know. Yeah, he had it when that happened. He had like an Andrew Bynum shirt with Bynum thirty three on the back, and he they had him for like three years. And he never played one game, and then they got rid of him. That's yeah. what those Aaron Rodgers number eight jerseys will be, man. It's it's surreal. It is surreal. But again, I'm gonna choose to be happy tonight. I'll be happy for Quinn and Williams. I'll be happy for for everybody on that team that played their heart out. Like they they played their asses off to stay in this goddamn game. Like. There's no reason the Jets should have won this game. They had no right beating one of the best teams in the NFL with Zach Wilson at quarterback, not to mention how deflated they must have been after they saw Aaron Rodgers go down. And I'm sure word carries quickly. I'm sure there was word on the sideline that they were fearing it was a torn Achilles. I'm sure that that got around pretty quickly. But the Jets didn't care. They still won this game. So only for tonight, I will choose to be very happy about that. And I'll sulk tomorrow. I'll grieve tomorrow. I'll worry about who the Jets quarterback is going to be tomorrow. Tonight, I'm happy. Marcus Mariota. I don't know about you. Marcus Mariota. No, legitimately. Not even even joking. Would the Eagles get – why would the Eagles trade him? Like he's a perfect backup for Hurst. Why would they want to get rid of him? Tanner McKeela good in the preseason. He's also a weird backup for Hurst. Like completely different quarterback. Yeah, I don't know why they took him, but I mean – weird backup for him. I, I don't I, I think a team like the Eagles who's trying to keep for a Super Bowl who has General Shadow has said Baker a bunch of times. I mean Baker is the starter. I don't think they're Tampa. He's yeah. the starter on the NFC South leading Tampa Bay Bucks. Like whoa, 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 whoa. Can they try going after Ben DiNucci? He's okay. I saw him in one game. He looked like a high school kid. Wow, we are we are scraping. He wasn't even particularly good in the in the XFL. I think he I led the XFL in picks. I can't believe the Seattle Sea Dragons. Dragons. I can't believe it's 1230 in, in the morning, the night after the Jets week one game. We're talking about Ben DiNucci. I, what has happened? Tonight? If like, you told me beforehand I, the Jets are winning 22-16, I'd, I'd be doing cartwheels. Uh, what a win. Ben and here DiNucci. we are talking about maybe if everything goes right, we might be able to get Drew Locke. Ben, ben DiNucci just chaz showings me. That, that brought me back to reality again. I was happy again. Damn it. Who brought up Ben DiNucci? <laughs> Brian, Will Greer balled out in the preseason. He just he stopped piling on. He honestly did ball out. Hell, man, let's go get Taysom Hill. Let's get Logan Woodside. Let's get Will Levis. Let's get Mason Ru- Mason Rudolph, actually, is third string in Pittsburgh. <laughs> is, are we making There's a list not- of the least mobile quarterbacks ever? Like, <laughs> spitballing. Honestly, I'm spitballing at this point. I don't know, man. It's let's it's- go and sign. What was the what was the guy from Navy? Keenan oh, Reynolds, and we're gonna sure. run the we're gonna run the oh, we're gonna run the flex bow. No, no, go get Malik. Honestly, go get Malik Cunningham. He's on the Patriots practice squad. He looked really good. In the oh, they were gonna say Malik Willis. No, I mean, maybe he's available. Who knows? I, mean, <laughs> I, I like how we're so desperate and so coping that we've thrown out like 30 names and for pretty much all of them, we're like, yeah, go ahead. This is <laughs> incredible. This is the most coping I've done in a long time. And that's saying a lot with the Jets. This is the oh. most coping I've done. Again, all right, I'm snapping back out of it. I'm going to choose to be happy for tonight, Mike. I don't know about you. I don't know about the rest of the chat, but I'm tired. So I'm, I think I'm going to call it quits it's, right it now. It is late on the East Coast. Yes. Late, but I'm going to choose to be happy. I'm going to choose to be excited. Uh, about just the Jets winning this game. That's it. That's all. I don't know what the future holds, but I know that the now is pretty damn good. I know that tonight was really fun. 
I had a great time. I enjoyed seeing Xavier Gibson score the game-winning touchdown. What a moment for him from un- being undrafted out of Stephen F. Austin to the the limelight on primetime TV winning the game after Aaron Rodgers goes down. I couldn't be happier for him. <sighs> I'm sorry, man. I'm just <laughs> – I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm really, really trying here. But hey, man. You could have you could have watched – a, a a pretty good you know episode. I love that show Castlevania on Netflix. You could have watched a full episode, and it would have lasted longer than the Aaron Rodgers era with the New York Jets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, you're right. Yeah, man. All right, I I I'm gonna I'm gonna call it quits. Good night right, to everybody yeah. in chat. Thank Check you us all. out on Wednesday for more coping. We will be back on Wednesday live here, 3 p.m. Eastern time, discussing whatever the hell happened next with with this with this team because. I can't predict it, man. I don't know what's going on. Well, it's, it's, I'm just – because every game is going to be – every game preview for the rest of the season is going to be, well, the defense is great as Zach Wilson doesn't screw it up. They can win this game. It's going to be I some variation right. of that. Ending on a happy note, happy for Xavier Gibson. Happy yes. that the yes. Jets are leading the AFC East for the first time, I believe, in 13 years. That's pretty damn cool. Thank you all for joining us on the show today. You can follow Mike on Twitter at ByMikeLuciano. You can follow me on Twitter at Justin T. Freed. Follow JetPress at the JetPress. Download the JetPress podcast wherever you get your podcast. That's Spotify, Google Podcasts, you guys, all of that stuff. You know what to do. Check us out on YouTube, TikTok. Subscribe, like, hit that notification bell. We stream live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Thank you all for listening to JetPress podcast. Sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, thank you all for, for joining us tonight, for grieving with us, for experiencing this with us because – Jets fans are awesome, and and I know it sucks. I know days like to like nights like tonight suck. It 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 really does suck being a fan of this team sometimes. But I've met some amazing people in this community. You guys are all awesome. Everybody who tuned in, everybody who left a comment, you're amazing. So good night to everybody. Thank you all for joining us on the show. I've been Justin Freed. That has been been Mike Luciano. We will see you guys on Wednesday. Enjoy the win, and then after this, welcome to hell. See you guys next week. <laughs>Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.